This is the Greenest Grass Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Greenest Grass Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Hines, and uh, welcome back. Um, for those of you who may be new to us, we have grown in some listenership, so that's, that's really nice. Um, this is a place where we sit and discuss uh, different aspects of our lives and, and, and different things that can help us find hope and optimism and uh, positivity and inspiration uh, right there in our own backyard and hopefully right there within yourself. So uh, this week I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of all of that. It's kind of a 30,000 foot view of of our lives, right? So, I mean, I guess the concept here, it, it came from a book, right? And I mentioned this a few weeks ago. I, I just got done reading The Five People You Meet in Heaven, uh, Mitch Album Book, 2003, fantastic read. Uh, I don't want to go into too much details because it, it's really creatively written. It's a very short read. It's like 180 pages, and it's really beautiful. And I, I'll give a quick synopsis of the story. Basically, um, it's a gentleman named Eddie. He's 83 years old, and uh, he works in an amusement park uh, fixing rides. And he's really done this his entire life. And he feels like he hasn't really done anything with his life. You know, he he is 83. He's still working. He uh, got married and widowed early in life. His parents died fairly young, and uh, he didn't really do anything. His brother went off and was very, very successful, and he just stayed at Ruby Pier Amusement Park and fixed rides. And he died saving a child um, on a ride that had broke, and uh, he got crushed. So Eddie goes to heaven, and he finds that how heaven works is in the first stage of heaven, you are going to talk to five people, from your life, people who's, uh, that you affected in your life or people that uh, had an effect on you in your life. And, you know, he comes to find that, for example, the first person he meets, he doesn't even know him, never met him once in his life, never talked to him, but he had a huge impact on this person's life. Again, I'm not going to go into detail because if you want to go read it, I don't, I don't want to be a spoiler, but the book really got me thinking about that concept. Everything seemingly happens for a reason, right? It's almost like there's no random events in life. I don't know. Every, every person's life and experiences seemingly are connected in some way, you know, and, and even the little things you do in your life, your day in, your day out, things you do, they can affect other people's lives and their experiences dramatically. It's almost kind of like the butterfly effect, you know, this one little thing that you did today changed something dramatically for someone else, and you have no idea. The human spirit, deep down, I mean, I think it knows that all lives interact. So what does that, you know, what does that mean? Well, if you really think about it, I mean, you're never going to know unless Mitch Album was onto something and this is the way heaven really is, which I think would be fascinating. Um, as I read it, I started to think about, you know, some of the people I might talk to uh, from my five people that I got to meet. But, I mean, I really think that this this concept that we, little things that we do can affect other people, whether we know them or not, is just, it's a, it's a great moral in doing the right thing, right? I mean, isn't that a great rule to live by? If you had to live by one rule... Right? I know there's a lot of religious people out there. We have the commandments. We have uh, different Bibles. We have you know different social standards to live by, different laws that we have to conform to. 
but I mean, really, doesn't it just boil down to do the right thing? And if, if we spend our lives, our day in and day out lives of doing the right thing, I mean, that butterfly effect seemingly would be positive for everyone that we interacted with. And the book goes on. I mean, each person that Eddie meets up there has a different kind of life moral, life lesson for him. And that's what, it just made the book so fantastic, um, not just on the moral level, but it's written really well. Uh, very quick page turner. It's not a long book at all. So I, I highly recommend giving it a read. You know, but one is a military man that, uh, you know, he, he was in war with. And so that was really interesting. The lesson there is all about sacrifices and uh, how they're necessary in our day-to-day lives, big sacrifices and small day-to-day sacrifices. And not only are they necessary, but they also impact other people's lives. You know, and then he meets someone that he spent his life being angry at. And the moral there was, you know, letting go of that rage and forgiving people. And in life, we, we, we need to do this. I totally understand rage. I totally understand having animosity towards someone. Um, and, and the concept of revenge, right? I, I actually really enjoy that concept. Kind of Monte Cristo, one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, just saw The Northman, kind of the same kind of concept. Northman was a little more violent. but So I understand all that. But the concept of, of letting go of that rage and forgiving other people, I mean... We have to always remember there's more than one side to a story. There's always the other side. And, uh, you know, Nate Franca and I, when we sat down and talked on the Between the Grass interview, we talked about this. We talked about, you know, getting understanding from someone when you're talking about something that you don't agree with, to be able to understand that other side and to listen to it with respect. You know, and that's kind of the same concept as letting go of rage and forgiving people, you know. And then obviously Eddie meets, you know, someone he really loved, kind of the, to juxtapose coming off the hate, you know, and the lesson there is that, you know, even after death, it, it shows the strength of love. There, there are several forms of love, obviously, you know, some are stronger than others, but uh, lost love seemingly is the strongest type of love, the kind that can be felt across enormous distances, even through death. And then the last person that he meets is, again, someone he had never met. And it's a really interesting twist and a really great end to the story. But the moral there in this last one, without ruining anything, is that every life has a purpose. And Eddie didn't think so. And I know a lot of people out there right now, they don't think that either. Right? How many people out there are having those kind of thoughts? My life has no meaning. My, you know, is this even worth it? What am I doing? I'm not affecting. I'm not changing anyone's lives. I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm wash, rinse, repeating, right? Humdrum. But it does. There's a purpose for your life, whether you see it or not. We all live for a reason the same way that people die for a reason. You know, where you are today is, is a combination of all your past actions. We say that all the time. The rooms you've been in, the choices you've made, you know, the, those decisions and, and, and how the people around you have affected and molded you, you know, that, that's, that is a culmination of where you are today, where you are today is a culmination of all of that. 
you know, and that's really kind of the last lesson for Eddie. So, I mean, five people you wouldn't have in great book. Um, and it, it just really kind of hit home, you know, this thought that when we go through these, these lulls in our life, these, these periods where, you know, you're not feeling self-worth, you're not, you know, participating in self-care, you're not putting yourself first, right? You're just going through the motions, just going through the motions, right? Day in, day out, day in, day out, waiting for something to change, waiting for that moment, waiting for that big break, waiting for whatever, right? And whether you know it or not, folks, your life has worth. There is a purpose for your life. Life is full of sacrifices and everything happens for a reason. And, and what you're doing today, whether what you did today affected someone, affected someone somewhere. Your life affects other people. Now, I'm not saying that you have to go and make decisions because of other people. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it's, it, it needs to be known that you have to understand that your life, things that you do, decisions you make, words that you say, and actions that you do affect other people. And they're going to carry that with them. And often you don't even realize it. It's really kind of an amazing butterfly effect concept. And I think that's why I really enjoyed this book so much. It's because it got my brain working. It got my brain spinning into this, you know, realm of, you know, whose lives, whose lives have I touched? Who, who would be my five, my five that I got to talk to in Mitch Album's heaven? And I thought it was just a really fascinating concept and add some great morals to it. So that's kind of what I wanted to, uh, discuss today and uh, just get people thinking about, you know, their life has meaning. Your life has impact on others day in and day out. Your life has impact on others. So why not do whatever we can to, you know, let go of that rage, let go of, you know, grudges, forgive people, wave people in in traffic. Like I said, a few weeks ago, start a ripple. It's little things, holding doors, a smile, a smile to someone who is uh, working and you know they're not having a, a good day. You can tell. And it's just that smile. Or it's that walk by their desk and say, hey, you know, you look nice today. It's amazing what those little ripples turn into. And the more ripples that you start, the better you feel. I mean, I can attest to that because I have spent the last six months of my life uh, really actively listening to people and really listening to what's going on to people and uh, having real discussions with people, not just on the surface discussions, like real deep and raw things that make, make you a little uncomfortable. And it has been at times a little uncomfortable, but I, the end result is a really a, a feeling of self-worth. It's a feeling of doing the right thing. That's got to be our number one rule in life. Just do the right thing. And that that's the feeling I've gotten from this. If I was a dog, my tail would be wagging because that's kind of how it makes me feel. And it's not pride or ego or hubris. It's not. It's, it's, the, it's the positive feeling that comes with affecting someone else's life, being positive, being a positive force for someone else. Just listening to someone else. Things are, you know, it's that simple sometimes. So 
be the change that you want to see in the world, folks. That's an old Gandhi quote. It's an all-time great, and, uh, and I love it. So think about that as you go through this week. Everything happens for a reason. Make some sacrifices. Forgive someone. Let go of some rage. Tell the people you love that you love them. And remember, your, your life has purpose. We are all here for a reason. We are all interacted with one another. And our life has purpose. So once again, the book is The Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Albom, 2003. I recommend everyone going out and, uh, you know, give it a read. It's a fantastic read. And uh, it's kind of probably one I'm going to hold on to and read, you know, every couple years. Because to me, it was that good. The moral was that good. And the writing was fantastic. Um, never heard of a Mitch album, but the writing was really, really great. So go out and give it a listen, folks. Um, remember those thoughts. Be positive this week and do the right thing. Have a great week. <laughs>